come with me into the tormented, haunted, half-lit night of the insane. This is my work. Let me lead you into it. Let me take you into the mind of a woman who is mad. Hi, and welcome to Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, a good ghoul's guide to horror. I'm your polter guide, Kinsey. I'm your polter guide, Donna. And I'm your polter guide, Mac. And this week, we watched the 2019 Shudder exclusive Blood Quantum. We're going to be in spoiler territory super fast with it. As soon as I open my mouth. Yep. <laughs> After that time. And this time. And, and this time. And that time as well. So let's just, let's jump right in. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Had you seen it before? Um, yeah. I not only had not seen it before, I had not heard of it before Kinsey mentioned it. I, I liked it very much. I enjoyed it a lot. It was, I mean, I, I feel like you almost can't go wrong with a zombie movie. It's its a really simple formula. You have zombies, there's a lot of shooting, there's a lot of screaming, there's a lot of blood, and then you have your ragtag group of heroes, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's an almost foolproof formula. And they did it really well. They managed to find something new and interesting to do with it. Um, while still doing the formula of the actual enemy being ourselves. See, there's a spoiler. <laughs> it took a while for you to get there, so not as soon as you opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the pregnant lady dies. See, that's a spoiler as soon as you open your mouth. I mean, we all saw that coming. That was not a surprise. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm never sad to see Michael Gray eyes. He's, I always enjoy him. Um, it was, it was really good. I really liked it. Um, and it had a lot of depth to it for it being just another zombie movie, which it was not. Anyway, I really liked it. I, I will, it, it, I'm going to both completely agree and disagree with Donna. Okay. This is not unusual. <laughs> True. Yeah. Like we're, 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 we're there, but like from completely different places. I have had it up to here with zombies, like honest to God, like whenever you get listener, fellow poltergeists gave up on the walking dead, believe that I gave up way earlier <laughs> than that. Um, I think I mentioned this when we were doing planet terror as well. Glenn, that's when I gave up on. Yeah, way earlier than that i yeah way <laughs> earlier than that um but i liked this it had something new to say it had it like it, it brought that spirit that romero brought in with his movies where it was trying to say something with it like honest to god the walking dead is not saying much it's just here's some it's mass-produced zombiness long form buckle in for the ride uh the things it has to say about indigenous people the thing it has to say uh about that thing which is outside of my experience that's what i think i'm enjoying in movies now is that bring me something i haven't thought of or haven't ha haven't lived so that i can try to bring myself there but new surprising and i would put the revelation of what's wrong the fisherman getting his catch and the fish are bad that was a very cool way to begin a zombie movie very subtle very 
let's start from there and 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 go on. So don't like zombies liked this. I will definitely take that as a win because I couldn't remember when I suggested this, if it was you or Donna that was done with zombies. I couldn't remember which one. Um but no, this one I had uh I it it's been on my radar. I'd seen it before. I it was my suggestion and I I I I loved it when I saw it. I I loved it the second watch. Um yeah, it's it's very powerful. It's saying a lot of stuff. And I do agree with you that it's it's definitely in the Romero vein of saying something that the zombies that this is saying something and a metaphor and a new metaphor to consider yeah and i really yeah i just keep saying yeah <laughs> no i so yes i do love this uh i also never mad to see michael gray eyes this was actually the first film that i had seen michael gray eyes in before we had done firestarter or even watching uh rutherford falls so this was how i became familiar with him and there's some uh, uh, Reservation Dogs cast in this as well, which is fantastic to see. Uh, uh, Uncle Brownie and Alora Dannon are in, yeah. <laughs> in it, which I'm all, I'm never mad to see either of them. Um, so, yeah, I guess I sh- should tell you what uh, our good, good buddies at IMDb think of this. I'm Max Nemesis here. Mm. Uh, the dead are coming back to life outside the isolated Micmac reserve of Red Crow, except for its indigenous inhabitants who are strangely immune to the zombie plague. I'm going to accept that. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I was waiting. I was like, notes, no notes. Uh, any joke I would make about the premise of this movie would not be a great look for me. So I'm I'm, I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, that's OK, Mac. That's OK. Yeah. I understand. I understand. <laughs> The salmon. Oh, my God. That opening scene with the salmon. Very dope. The thing I enjoyed about it was I had an expectation. I My expectation was when he stuck his hand in that salmon and dragged it through was that he was going to get injured. That was my expectation was that he was going to that something was in that salmon that he was going to hurt himself on. And so that's what I was waiting for. Um, and he, so he, he gutted the first salmon, didn't get hurt gutted the second salmon didn't get hurt and then the salmon started flip-flopping and um i was i was quite surprised that was not what i was expecting but it was a very effective scene and then all the fish started flip-flopping uh because speaking as miss science brain here i could come up with a rationale for the one fish to start flip-flopping i could make that make sense um it wasn't completely dead and its last couple of neurons were were firing. Sure, I could make that make sense. But four of them? <laughs> nah, that did not make sense. That did not make sense. That was not something I could explain away. That's one of the things I love with this film is that it just, your expectations because of that opening scene. And I mean, knowing this is a zombie film and you're like, okay, but the fact that you're actually seeing animals affected by the zombie plague like that is i had never seen that before and so seeing that was just like are you kidding me and not like all animals like we had not seen that at all so yeah that opening scene with the salmon is great uh i have to tell you donna that editor billy uh just turned and looked at me he goes you know donna is not going to be very happy with you because of the dog and not once but twice (laughs) i literally have the note 
Uh, let's see. Well, there sure are a lot of dogs getting killed for Donna and for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I, not my favorite. I, I, I had forgotten. And then when it happened, I'm like, <laughs> and then it happened again. That's editor Billy just turned to me. He's like, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've gotten, I've gotten numb to it, Kenzie. <laughs> Uh, you, you, you have. That's you alarming have, on a number of levels. <laughs> you, you have burned it out of me, Kenzie. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this, Donna. I feel, I feel very. <laughs> I just, you know, it happened, and I just shook my head and said, "Damn it, Kenzie! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn!" It. But yeah, zombie dogs. That's not cool. That's no. not cool. Shutter. It's not cool. You would think the thing would have emotionally prepared you for that possibility. It didn't, apparently. No, didn't. Yeah. Rob Botin did not prepare Donna for that. Mm-mm. Rob Botin don't get nobody ready for nothing. No, true dad. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I also like with this film, when we're kind of, everything's going to hell with it, that that first half, that you're you're seeing the indigenous people get bit. And you know what that means with a zombie film. And you don't, yeah. and it's not until, you know, it does that fast forward or six months later that you do get the big reveal is that for whatever reason, they're immune and it's never really explained. And I'm okay with that. Like that's, that's fine. But you know, you're seeing who you you think your hero characters are, all of them getting bit, all of them getting in some kind of dangerous situation and then then the reveal happens you're like oh oh that was one thing i really appreciated about this movie is it treated the viewer like we still had a functional brain and i i really liked that like like you say we saw joseph get bit and i was like oh well i guess his death is going to motivate trailer to survive and then oh trailer got bit Mm -hmm. oh well, who the fuck is the main character of this movie anyway? You know, and you just you just keep seeing these people getting bit, and then you see that six months later, and all of them who got bit are still standing there, and that that gives you that okay, hold on a second, and it's actually still several beats in before you hear the girl say we're immune, and yeah. you go, oh, well, isn't that interesting? It's it's really well done, and nobody stands up and goes, "Oh well, all the people with a certain amount of native blood are immune." And I love that, and I love that that is never outright stated. And I love that because of the name of the film, Blood Quantum. If you know what that is, it 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 can be kind of triggering. It can be very triggering, and you hear that, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then as yeah, like you said, as this goes on, you're like, oh, we're not outright saying anything about how much it is. And I I like that. Yeah. And speaking of people with a brain, something I really, really loved was after Trailer found the fish still flopping, he was cautious about the dog in the trunk. I really like that because yeah. I don't know that a lot of people would have made that connection. And he made that connection. And I thought that was... uh... He made the connection. And then his dad immediately was just cool as a cucumber. Like he 
he already was, you know, when they're walking outside and you're hearing the dog in the trunk, like he is already like getting the fire ready. Like he's, he's very cautious, but he is also prepared. And I like with him, even when trailer comes in to see him and tell him about the salmon, he's already sharpening his sword. Like he is getting prepared. Like he knows what is coming. Not like no knows, but knows that he needs to be prepared. You know what I wish I had put forward as a quote? That fish is still moving. (laughs) That's a good quote. That is a good quote. (laughs) That fish is still moving. (laughs) And it was. I'm kind of jumping back just a little bit back to the bites, but that reveal a little bit later on on trailer to see how many times he'd actually took his shirt off. Yeah. How many times he'd been bit like. Because yeah. the one we see is the hand, and that just, oh, man. I was like, just like, I had forgotten. I'm like, that. dude, tetanus is still a thing. <laughs> Staph aureus is still a thing. <laughs> but I like Other the- kinds of infection are still a thing. The human mouth is a dirty, dirty place. And but just the because zo- they're, they're dead does not make it less dirty. But maybe the zombie mouth has a certain disinfectant quality other than the zombie germ. Doubt it. <laughs> Do- Dr. Donna is calling out from her science corner and says, nope. <laughs> so, so you're with me up until the day. De- you're with me dead rising from the grave. Sure. Magic disinfectant power. Come on, let's let's get yeah, serious. Okay. That, that's what I'm saying. Just wanted to understand exactly where the line of demarcation was for you. Yeah, I mean, what what would be the point of the magic disinfectant powder? Make power? the zombie germ more potent. How? The force. Yeah. What do you? You're not. You're asking me for the science <laughs> question. You wandered or, off the beaten path already. <laughs> or the magic question. Either way, I mean, what would be the point? Of the magic uh, disinfectant uh, power. Clean living, the Lord, prayer, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure the person doesn't die of infection before the yeah. zombie virus gets them? Yeah, that thing. There you okay. go. So you answered your own question. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, but Donna, you do bring up, though, by mentioning <laughs> tetanus and everything, that you know, earlier on in the film, when she's trying to give Joseph, when Joss is trying to give Joseph a tetanus shot, she can't find it because the emergency because room. Because she wasn't looking in the refrigerator. Oh, okay. I was just going to say because the emergency room took all of it, but okay. I'm I sorry. I, I'm very sorry for interrupting you. That's okay. I'm just... <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm just, gonna, I have not been in the... looking in the wrong place. Well, that would explain then why she couldn't find it too. But I do like that that is also addressed like they they're yes it is a fantastical situation but there's a lot of things that reality based that they do address like with the sure. tetanus shot and the human mouth being a cesspool <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um but yeah the um emergency room would have would have collected all the tetanus shots they could get i mean that makes sense that is something that makes sense so that's reality all right. I know we kind of were when we were discussing uh poll earlier, we had kind of a talking point that we were about ready to that we almost was our poll about what happens next. Is that right? Am I yeah. 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 
and I know slash you- how do they know that the baby's okay? Yeah. So I'm based on what we've got here. I mean, what there's still indigenous blood in that baby. Baby is fine. And she was fine until she had the baby and the baby's inside of her. And I'm willing to bet once the umbilical cord was cut and the baby is cut off, that is when she's starting to feel it turn. We don't actually see it, but I'm willing to bet. And that is that that is my heel. That is my I will die on that hill. <laughs> the, I, 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 the baby. That perfectly makes sense. The only problem I have with that is that they're worried about it earlier in the movie. Like they, there's a question like, oh, is our baby going to be OK? Right. And Joseph answered that. Joseph had said, no, this per- this person had this and this going on. No, I can't remember what it was exactly. I think. Yeah. The, the baby. Um, What was the guy's name? Not Scooter. Sugar or Sugar. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Yeah. yeah, sugar's girlfriend's baby had died because they'd been calling for an ambulance for twelve hours and never got one. Yeah, and yeah. the girlfriend was a druggie, so there was plenty of reasons for that baby to have died, and therefore plenty of reasons for the girlfriend to have died. Whereas Joseph's girlfriend was was healthy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, her her argument was that Shooker's girl Shooker's girlfriend's baby died, even though their situation was the same. A native father and a mm-hmm. white mother. I guess I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not seeing the necessary conclusion that oh, uh, someone of mixed heritage a baby would be okay because there was definitely an implication that right. um, Mac, you're saying I would not survive the zombie apocalypse in this world i'm worried i'm worried that that's the movie's perspective i want every i want everyone to survive but me because again (laughs) in the walking dead i checked out of the cdc i was like no let's just hug this bomb yeah we haven't had wi-fi in 72 hours it's not coming back let's just go (laughs) i think i'm just giving you shit mac that's i know i think the perspective was of the pregnant woman who was worried yeah, yeah. And I because think, she had it, plenty of reason to be worried oh sure she was worried before the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. so yeah i can see i mean that. i was worried fair, she was going to give birth to a zombie baby like to be uh, fair her yeah. baby's father took a shit off a bridge yeah. yeah let's be fair here oh yeah 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 she's got some stuff going on to be he, sure yeah, so and he's hanging out with his half brother Lysol, who needs needs therapy. Let's the easiest, you know. I know we're kind of dancing, getting close to our actual rules, so I'm I'm trying to stay. He stay. needs he needs he he needs he needs he, help. He needs help, but yeah, I, I that's my with yeah. the baby and kind of what happens. I I'm going. I've got no problem with that thinking. I just think that the movie maybe set me up to to have some question as to sure. how, right. how how the birth is going to work out. Yeah, and I think that's I think that is intentional. Yeah, as, as well as you know, I mean, we're twenty twenty three in America, not in a zombie apocalypse, and women giving birth is still dangerous. I I yeah. mean, so mm-hmm. but. I do actually agree with Kinsey because there is a an amount of fluid exchange that occurs between the mother and the baby, and uh, it is entirely plausible that there is some 
amount of protection being conferred as yeah things. Sure. But to the actual question being asked, I guess my question would be, is the immunity that specific tribe or is the immunity all natives? So are the Alaskans protected? Are the natives down in um, the United States being protected? Are we down into Mexico, into South America? Are are ever is all, everyone protected? Well, I mean, when you look at animals, like uh, they, they make the point that animals closer to sea level, or uh, for lack of a better term, uh, toward like the lakes and such, are uh, the problem, like the deer and the fish. But if you get up higher in the mountains, they were fine. That might be the key. I don't know. I think that if it's if you're indigenous, I think you're safe. I don't think it matters mm. if you're you're from the you're some of our Canadian people. I think if you're some of our Plains people, I think you, if you're one of the people, you're the people. So horses like, and pigs wouldn't be safe either. No, I, I think you're. So. Yeah, because. With this being set in Canada, so they're going to talk about very Canada-specific things to the First Nations, which is the salmon and the deer. But I think you're, you'd run into the same thing if you're getting down here in the States. The horses, the pigs, hell, the cows, you know. you're Yeah, yeah, you're, cattle are not indigenous. Yeah, you're running into all of that. I think it's, I think, you know, the less touched by man for lack of a better term that's why they right. were like trying to get higher up into the wild with mm -hmm. the water the game all of that okay well in that case if there are more humans who have survived i think they're going to be okay i think they can find their way to more people who have survived and they'll be okay if it was only their tribe who survived i think they're in trouble yeah Oh yeah, no. If it's just just them, then yeah, that's definitely. But we kind of also open the door on Lysol. Do we want to talk about Lysol? I think we could talk about Lysol and still skirt the topic. Okay. Um, that's one fucked up boy. Yeah. Um, and he's got reason to be. Um, he's got abandonment issues. I mean, he's 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 a problem child. He's dealing with a lot. A, yeah, a lot. But I like. Yes, he's dealing with a lot, but they don't, they don't really make excuses for him. You know what I mean? Like they just, this is just how he is like, and I think, and I find that very interesting about the character and they don't try to redeem him. Either. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they just like, no, this is how he is. And when he becomes a danger, they take him out. Granted, they tried a little bit too long, but once he became once he started to uh, enact his uh, grand scheme of bringing an infected into the refugee with the refugees and just blowing up their their safety for lack of a better term yeah and he knew all of their contingency plans of going to the church and the boats like he mm -hmm. just he self-destructed in the most epic and awful way <laughs> and yeah. took a lot of people with him yeah. And um it was so unnecessary. Yeah. Um yeah, it just it was just so unnecessary. It, well, it's just really upsetting. And Joseph finally bef right before everything goes down, Joseph finally saw 
Lysol for what for who he was with his, with the talk that him and I cannot remember her name his his girlfriend were having before he went to the party like she's like why are you doing this Joseph why he's he is this way he is not you know you're choosing him and even he kind of had a little self-aware of or not him uh, Lysol had some self-aware with Joseph like you're why are you wanting you don't owe me anything why are you wanting to hang out with me like mm-hmm. I'm not the best person you should be hanging out with which was yeah really true he's not wrong <laughs> at all Joseph should have listened yeah but you know what though by Joseph being Joseph they at least got a little bit of warning not a ton but just mm-hmm. enough that probably saved his mom and their lives yeah just enough to tell him to lock the door so the change of subject what was it what's up with all the nicknames there's a lot of interesting there's bumper there's lysol there's donna that's just that's 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 indigenous (laughs) explain it to me ah if you can i don't know if i can because it's just always been there like that is just something like i remember growing up a lot of nicknames a lot of people known by nicknames i i had an uncle that was known by a nickname my grandfather was known by a nickname i so i don't it's very hard for me to explain it because it's just always there that's okay. just that that's so when i say it's just it's something indigenous that is what i mean okay uh, fair so, yeah so the nicknames did not uh, you know it's like yeah that sounds about yeah that'd be that's about right yeah okay <laughs> i will i will accept that all right <laughs> um i i have I have another just kind of a question out of the blue. Yeah. So when you get the person who's bitten, I mean, this this is a this is another trope that's in every zombie story. You get the person who's bitten and tries to hide it. So mm. I get I get the I get the denial. I mean, that's that's a thing. You know, personally, if it's me, I'd be going, oh, I've been bit. I've been bit. Oh, God, I've been bit. You know, I would not hide it because that tracks for you, Donna. <laughs> that's just who I am. <laughs> but but I get that somebody would be like, if if they see this, they're going to kill me. And they maybe need a little while to work themselves through the stages of grief and acceptance. But once you've gotten through that, I don't understand I don't understand what their plan is because they've seen it. They've seen it happen. They know what's going to happen. What is their plan? Do you ever watch Community, Donna? Yes. Okay. The the zombie episode of that where they're doing that bit of hiding that they got bit and then they get discovered and like, I just thought I was special. I think that's it. You think that's it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Mac. I think that denial is so strong that they are thinking – it's not going to be me. Yeah, I've been mm-hmm. bit, but I'm I'm special. I think it's one hundred percent that. Yeah, I've I, I swear I've just never been able to understand it because I think I'm so verbal in expressing everything I do. I just I can't understand how you would be like, fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, because I would be all over the place. I got bit. I'm right here, right here. Ah. But I, yeah, I think that I, I really do. I think that is just, you know, it would never happen to me. I, I have been told I am special for so long that I would never, this is not going to be what takes me down. No, the zombie bite is not going to, it's, it's power of positive thinking. Yeah, that's just, it. 
power of positive thinking. I just remember. Hey, and you're going to die. Well, with that kind of attitude, I guess I might. My mother was very, very convinced that we had a Native American ancestor. We don't. But she was very convinced we did because she remembered a great grandmother who was tall and had long, dark hair. And um, so, so maybe they remember an ancestor who was tall and had long, dark there, hair and that that was going to that that's what's going to was was going to protect. Them. That's it, Donna. That I think you've hit the nail on the head is that they've been told that their great, great, great grandmother was a Cherokee princess. Right. And so. <laughs> They've got blood in them, so this is not going to affect them. She finally dropped it when we got genetic testing done and found out that our ancestors are Irish and English and Scottish and a little bit Norwegian and <laughs> Irish and Scottish and English. <laughs> Throwing a German there, you've got mine. <laughs> now, there was a French dude, so God, we're we're not native. We would not be immune. My family, not even a little. Yeah. Kenzie, save me. <laughs> save yeah, speaking, me, Kenzie. Speaking as the two people, both not, the two people in the whole state of Oklahoma, <laughs> not claiming or actually having uh, indigenous ancestry. Yeah, we, we, we would be in trouble. <laughs> but Donna's, but Donna's, you know, not that I would not give you shelter, Max. So do not take this as that I would not, because I totally would. You and Laura would be fine. Um, Donna also has made the argument that she is a vet and she is who we want on our zombie apocalypse team. I would so, be a valuable asset. See? My extensive DVD collection would be about all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now just imagining both of you like loading up like just duffel bags of your DVD collection that I can see behind you. Just like, no, Kinsey said we're good. So we just got yeah, we got a barter with something. <laughs> I show up with my doctor bag. Mac shows up with his duffel bag of DVDs. With my universal horror box set. We good? We good? <laughs> we good? Kinsey, I just bought all of these John Carpenter films. Come on, we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Save us, Kinsey. <laughs> Whew, okay. Oh man. Do we have anything else on blood quantum before rolling into rule polling quote? No, I just I really did enjoy this film. It was a it was a good film. It is. It it's it's very it's very unexpected. And I like that. And I, I enjoyed not being treated like an idiot. Unexpected and bonus points for being unexpected in a zombie movie, because that's pretty hard to do. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. It's you 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 think you know what you're getting with a zombie film and this film kind of kind of just tweaks it a little yep. so yep all right well mac you have our quote i do indeed uh you're bringing your sick here that's the problem and uh i uh, that's that could have been the uh the tagline and could be the title of some sort of think piece about the the film and its implications Definitely. And that's kind of why we landed on that one, because there is a lot of really good quotes on this one. But yeah, that it, one, it could be the tagline. And I mean, that line really gets the third act going. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. that that line puts the gas in the car and it just really doesn't let up once with that. And so, yeah, we we all kind of we agreed with that one. Yep. 
So we have a two-part rule. I'm going to let Donna do our first part, and then I've got our second part. So, you know, we've kind of started dabbling in the two-part rules here. Mm -hmm. here So my rule is um, be a parent to your kids. um, And if you can't, find somebody to do that. Because in this particular case, um, you know. Might have sorted Lysol out a little bit. Might have helped Lysol to have a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mine comes from some of the graffiti that is on the uh, camp, which is if they're red, they're dead. If they're white, they bite. And that's also just another good rule to survive this film. Where Donna's is more, you know, very specific. Mine is just a general. (laughs) And Macula, you have our poll. Indeed. What do we think is the origin of this particular zombie plague? Um, As I mentioned when we were discussing this previously, um, it's really really kind of a mystery because it's really easy to say that this is some sort of cosmic curse to the white man for coming to this continent and screwing everything up. But it's clearly not that because what did the salmon do wrong? The salmon didn't do anything wrong. So, un- un- unless, 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 unless some of those are uh, like farm raised salmon that are that are a industrial farming byproduct, uh, like salmon that aren't just wild salmon. Kind of like a genetically modified. Is that kind of what you? Yeah, yeah. For lack like, of a better. Right, because you know there, uh, mo- most of the salmon we eat is not wild caught in Canada. It is. Uh, bred and farmed in industrial style fishing facilities. Uh, So maybe a couple of those fish got out and it starts there. But it, but it's also affecting the deer. So then are we making the the argument? Are are the deer eating the fish? Well, I'm wondering if the, it's the grains. Cause I don't know, Mm. you you know, that's my whole, which could go into more. Yeah. White people farming. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's that I don't, I don't feel like, I don't think it's trying to be a punishment to white people with what is happening. It's just working out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what's happening, but it's everybody's affected. Like, and I think that's what it's trying to say is that we all have to be mindful, be it with each other as humans, with the animals. And I think that is what it's trying to say is we need to be mindful and watch out for everyone and everyone be it animals be it people like i think that's what it's trying to say so it's not just a white man fuck shit up so i don't know that's that's kind of me and may i really didn't answer your question i'm sorry matt no that's fine i mean yeah there is i guess it's almost a two-part question you talk about like what is the purpose almost a metaphysical spiritual reason for yeah. uh, the plague and then i uh, but the other question is like okay what was patient zero what went wrong in the physical world to make this happen i mean it, they show some animation with with pollution and i'm wondering mm-hmm. if it's just something yeah. th- with that that right and then that doesn't really get into then you're if it's pollution then it's not like a genetically modified kind of thing like it could just be there's something in the chemicals that mix together with the pollution 
that causes. And I think that's more what, with the animation that the film shows, he's subtly trying to say was the cause, but without saying it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's 1981 in the film, yeah. so it's it's Reagan's fault, uh, is what I'm I'm just <laughs> there. Yeah, well, can't I mean, go this, broke. If this is a admonishment of GMOs, I'm going to like the film less. I don't think it is. I think we're just. I think we are. We're just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. throwing I, things out there. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't we'll, think the film's interested in b- making that point. Yeah, okay. I don't either. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, okay. that's that's more just us uh, spitballing out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more it's I like the Reagan's fault idea, and I also think it's maybe a pollution thing just because mm-hmm. of the animation. But it's not trying to say it, any of those things. It's not. It's not interested in like Max said. Okay. All right. Which creates a good poll question for us because then we can pick it up and yeah. blame Reagan. Which I mean that's fine. We're, oh yeah. Hey, we're, that's <laughs> hey, we <laughs> this podcast is always down for that. So yeah. all right. Do mm. we have anything else on Blood Quantum? Um Donna, uh Moon that it eats it gets a sword about an inch yeah. or two into his cheek. Nah. I, I feel it. not an instant kill. No, he's gonna lose some movement in his face. Right. But no, there is nothing crucial to life right here. Yeah. He could bleed out eventually, possibly. Yeah. But yeah. he's not he's not gonna freeze and then fall over. No, that Thank was you. that was a problem for me. I um, th- oh, and see, and I took it as not as an instant kill, but a fate worse than death of getting eaten alive, which is what happened to Lysol. I mm-hmm. I took it as that. So Man, that was some cold shit right there. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give when him, he fired, give it what he did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, ooh, all right, I'm here for it. All right. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, you're right. Uh that that particular sword cut, nah. No, that's not gonna kill anybody. That's what I thought. I'm glad I checked. All right. Who wants to go first on Happy Place? Oh, not me. Okay. I kind of have two, but they're so weird. And they're just I love that I live in a world where Barbie Heimer exists and that we are peak right now, right before. Like, I love that I live in this world and that certain people haven't realized that movie theaters have always done counter programming, that that's always been a thing. Like, and that's fine that you're just now realizing that. But the fact that both camps are embracing this, and I've seen fantastic artwork, I've seen shirts made of people, you know, that are hot pink with the Barbie font and it's it's Oppenheimer's quote <laughs> about becoming <laughs> death. Like, I'm here for all of it. Like, seriously, if anything that you're sharing on that on social media for Barbie Heimer, I'm I'm here for it because I think it's great. Kenzie, are you going to the Barbie Barbenheimer uh double feature at Circle next week? I am not doing no. that one. I don't know how when we're how that's all shaking out, but then, once again, yeah. our our local theater circle cinema is doing a double feature <laughs> that I I just I'm here for all of it my my second half is we're uh we're just now starting a new D&D campaign and it's a system that neither one of us have, none of us have ever played the Savage World systems and we're doing kind of a, a Deadlands Supernatural Western is what we're doing and we just started it last week but it seems very fun and I'm very interested in it. So yeah, I've got two little very weird <laughs> happy places that's just that both are bringing me a lot of joy this week. 
I have been playing a character in Savage Worlds. She's a uh, man. Can she shoot anything? And that's about all she can do. Nice. Except I have one very strenuous objection to it, which is the way shotguns work. And I'm like, apparently the people who created this system have never fired a shotgun. All right. The whole point. Okay, never mind. This is this is not the place for that rant. Never mind. <laughs> this is not our weapons uh, tabletop gaming podcast. Anyway, Savage Worlds is fun. I, I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, okay, cool. And Rosha says, hey. <laughs> All right, who is next? Uh, so uh, this weekend has been, we just, uh, Kenzie mentioned it, Circle Cin- I mentioned it, Kenzie mentioned it also. So, uh, uh, our local art house nonprofit cinema was doing their film festival this weekend. And uh, I I was there, I volunteered at the film festival. And here's how much I hate my day job. I was cleaning up a movie theater for free and had the most fun I've had in years. So it's getting to the point where my day job can't pay me to do what they are doing. And I would do menial crap at a movie theater for free. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, Barbenheimer's next weekend. Uh, it, it, Barbie's going to be the movie of the summer, I think. It, it, it's not $300 million. It's based on an IP. It's going to make boatloads of money. And we're just going to have Barbies forever. But for you know, there's not very many male characters in it. Uh, yes but as a weird little movie guy i'm taking that card and saying golly this movie looks great but but not enough male characters in it mac i don't give a shit in the Uh barbie movie yeah Uh, there's not enough male characters yeah doesn't matter because it's going to have that crossover appeal to the weird little movie guys with that first trailer that was just a big 2001 homage it know that movie knows exactly what it's doing. Will just bros have a problem with it? Fine, they've got a problem with everything. They're joyless little asshats. We're little film bros. We know how to have a good time, and Barbie is there for us. Barbie never judges. How, Barbie how many? Never how many male characters exist in the Barbie verse? Two: Ken and his little brother. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I know of three: Ken, Derek from Barbie and the Rockers. And then Alan is the third, who Michael Sarah is playing. That's all I know. Okay. And then there are I, multiple Kens. There's multiple Kens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ken. I didn't actually know there was more than Ken. Yeah. I have, uh, you have tripled my knowledge of male <laughs> characters in the Barbie verse. Shuti Gatwa's playing a Ken, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah. Stephen there, Lee's more. playing a Ken. Yeah. yeah. There's. Yeah, we got a no. we got a wide range of kins. Movie looks great. Movie actually caused a shortage in pink paint in the world. <laughs> like no, like and that two th- that first trailer where the the girls are playing with the ugly baby dolls and then Barbie shows up like the monolith. Come on, you can't have good time with that. You can't have a good time, and then you need to go seek therapy. And Hedonia is real, and you have it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, back in the days of City of Heroes, which was an MMO, if you didn't know, um, I played a character on the villain side named Anhedonia. Nice. Anyway, so seven months ago or so, I brought home a kitten who was terrified because I had trapped her in a house with a monster. Mm -hmm. And that took two or three months before she finally decided the monster was not going to kill her and eat her. 
and it took uh, another couple months before she was willing to peacefully coexist with the monster. And just in the last month or two, she has now try, tried to start being friends with the monster. And now the monster is like, leave me alone. It makes me really happy that my dog and my cat are friends now. And in fact, the dog is at the point where she does not want to be as close a friend with the cat as the cat wants. She doesn't want the cat on her bed. <laughs> she definitely is not happy that the cat is getting in bed with us. All those snuggles are for her alone. Anyway, that's my happy place is that sometimes the cat gets in bed with us at night and I get snuggles on both sides. <laughs> Donna, that is a fantastic happy place mm -hmm. that is great uh well you can find us on social media we are beyond the cabin in the woods.com we are on instagram and the cesspool known as twitter as at beyond cabin we have a facebook page beyond the cabin in the woods.com i am on instagram twitter and now blue sky as at calista 77 um i have fled the cesspool known as twitter my account still exists there just because I don't want anyone else to get my name, but I will no longer be tweeting. You can find me on blue sky at dragongoblin.com and on Instagram at dragongoblin. There's no I in goblin. I, uh, I don't know if I've fled Twitter, but I've certainly abandoned it. I am on blue sky at party bsky.social. I may end up doing the .com thing that uh, that Donna did, but I'm not in any hurry. I'm also on Spoutable. I don't, I don't I don't think Spoutable took off like everybody hoped it might a couple of months ago. And honestly, I'm not sure Blue Sky is going to stick around for the long haul either because it's got some uh, problems with racism already that they're hopefully they'll work through. I I saw a statement from one of the Blue Sky people going, "Well." We are sorry about that, and we're going to... That's a step in the right direction. There are several more steps to go. Yes, there are. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it does. I, I kind of like it. It, it It's... I mean, what was the one that was so convoluted that I couldn't even stand it? Uh, was it Mastodon? Mastodon. Yeah, Mastodon. Join, join a server, and then that server can communicate. Like, like why, why did we want to make it trickier to hate ourselves? Anyway, partyapocalypse.com uh, for many fine podcasts, including this one. Uh, also, uh, The Holodeck is Broken, Disorganized to Criminal Minds podcast, and full runs of Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter, As the Myth Turns, and The Fourth Wall, uh, books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Well, thank you to our editor, Billy. You always make us sound fantastic. We do appreciate it. Thank you, Billy. And thank you for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us if you aren't doing so already. Mash that subscribe. Pound that like. Like it said something bad about a relative that you like. <laughs> <laughs> and don't read the Latin or eat that fish. It hasn't stopped flapping yet. It's scary. You know what horror is. 